This is the Pain Changer Podcast, episode 27. Over the last few months of episodes, you've heard from several experts within their fields, all focused on what you can do to help yourself if you're experiencing chronic pain, stress, or any other type of chronic condition. Today, I want to share with you what I've taken from these episodes and continue to share my healing journey with you. Then I'm going to walk you through the highlights and help create actionable items you can take into your own life so you can start to feel relief now. I invite you to grab your favorite pen and notebook and join me. Welcome to the Pain Changer Podcast, where you will learn insider tips and tricks to help you improve your pain levels without the nearly daily trip to the doctor or heavy pain medications. When you change your mind, you will change your experience with pain. Every week, the Pain Changer Podcast will teach you new ways to tune into your body in order to change your mind. If you had to scrape yourself off the bed like you're an undercooked pancake on an ungreased pan this morning, you're in the right place. Now, here's your host, Katie Wrigley. Before we dive into this week's episode, I would like to call out the listener of the week. This week's listener of the week is from White Witch 64 who says, chronic pain can be changed. Katie Wrigley's own story is inspirational, and she does an amazing job at sharing everything she knows and gives that information freely about all sorts of healing modalities. If you or anyone you know suffers from any type of pain, there are gems of wisdom and so much help available here. Thank you so much for your feedback and your kind words, White Witch 64. Thank you so much. Please send me a DM on Instagram to at Coach KT Dubs. That is at C-O-A-C-H-K-T-D-U-B-S. And let me know you heard me give you a shout out today. I will send you a gift as my personal thank you for listening and helping to spread the word that chronic doesn't have to mean permanent. As we get into this week's show, I want to remind you about one very important fact. Nothing on this show is meant to replace medical advice or expertise. Always consult with your doctor before you try anything new. Yes, some people on the show are doctors and they are qualified, but unless you are part of their specific practice, there are rules and regulations around that too. So please always, again, consult with your doctor before you try anything new. I am not qualified to diagnose or treat any specific condition. My role is to help you heal the stress around your condition, help you learn how to manage your symptoms by tuning into yourself and your body so you can better understand what your body wants from you. You can and will start to tap into your body's natural abilities to heal itself. As a result of that focus, you can and will impact your experience with your chronic condition, whether it's pain, illness, or another long-standing condition. Now that the housekeeping's out of the way, let's dive in, shall we? You've heard from doctors, holistic practitioners, coaches, sleep experts, naturopaths, therapists, and diet experts. At this point, you may feel a little overwhelmed or unsure of where you want to start. Maybe you're feeling really excited and motivated, but at any rate, my hope for you in this episode is that you find one clear course of action where you can start to dig in and directly impact your experience. Each expert spoke about similar subjects with some variants. Going inward, being still, nourishing the body with a diet your body actually wants, finding the root cause, healing your past. Many of them said, 
that their way was the only thing that you needed to do to help yourself. And several had different ways to do that than the way I coach, which is exactly why I wanted to have them on my show and why you heard me agreeing with them, even if my own experience was different. They are all correct. No one contradicted anybody else. Every single person is correct. And they have seen evidence of that within their own experience and within the experience of their clients too. Each of you are unique human beings, which means your journey will be unique to you, just like mine was to me. Cognome movement may not be for you for whatever reason, or you may not like it. I really wanted to give you choices and ideas of what is available for you outside of my own offerings. While Cognome movement is my favorite way to heal and grow, and I use it daily, I do also employ other healing methods into my daily life too. A key with Cognome movement is being able to feel whatever it is you're focusing on. Some things you can't really feel with Cognome movement, such as adrenal fatigue. It's not like you find out you have that by thinking, oh gee, my adrenals really feel spent today. That's not how it presents. But you can feel stress in your body, which will lead to adrenal fatigue over time. And you can also eliminate that stress feeling with cognitive movement or with another one of these modalities mentioned that's going to help your adrenals and your overall health in return. Having a chronic condition is a complex thing. There isn't just one factor that influences it. There are several factors. And more often than not, there are also several layers to work through as well. The one thing that literally everyone said in one way or another, you hold the key to relief. Oh, that's so empowering. Your mindset is going to be your biggest asset or your worst enemy on your journey. You may not have had a choice to wind up where you are right now, but you do have a choice of what you do with it. And whether you choose to heal or not, if you're not ready, honor that. When you're ready, awesome honor where you are. And this has been very true in my own experience. You have more choice than you realize. And when you're ready to see that, that choice will be there for you to make. I wanted to share more of my story of healing with you. And what's been happening is I've been listening to the interviews I've done over the last few months. And I want to pack it up into actionable items you can take into your own life. Since I'm a big fan of doing the work myself, and I really want to experience as much as I can in order to give recommendations to my clients, I've been following up with some of these experts. As I share my experience, I invite you to look at where it may be similar to your experience before we dive into the action items I have for you. During all this, I wound up getting COVID. And I'm going to do a separate bonus episode around that experience since I got stuck with a virus in my body and I was actively sick for three weeks. I'm mentioning it now because it really stood out to me. How in the world did I get sick not once but twice this summer after five plus years of no illness? I had already started to work with a naturopath because I'd been struggling with perimenopause symptoms, mainly hot flashes and some bursts of irrational rage, you know, the super fun stuff. Thanks to the work I've been doing for years, though, the rage was actually easily controlled. And I'm going to kind of giggle as I say this because it sounds so silly, but it legitimately worked for me. I would simply say as I felt the rage start to boil, hmm, this may or may not be a rational response right now. Zip your lip, Katie, and sleep on it. And you know what? 
Every single time I did that, I was so glad that I had zipped my lip and slept on it because it didn't bother me the next day and it would have totally been irrational and out of line to share it. I did do that a couple times before I realized what was going on. I'm sorry. The hot flashes were a little bit trickier to get under control, but those are also in my past now too. I decided that I wanted to explore my health on a deeper level, especially after interviewing Magic Barclay and hearing how she works with her patients and digs deep into the root cause. She utilizes PNEI neural pathways to help resolve a lot of issues. I think you know me a little bit better by now, my trusted listener. So anytime someone is utilizing neurology to find answers, I am most likely going to be on board. My results were shocking. While I'm overall very healthy, I do still have some issues falling asleep, staying asleep, and I don't bounce out of bed with a ton of energy in the morning. I pretty much have to motivate myself to get going. A task that gets more challenging for me as we start heading into these dark, cold winter months in Maine that are coming right up here. While my overall energy has really improved the last several months from changing my diet and adding some natural supplements that activate my body, holding a high level of energy for the day has continued to be a struggle. My naturopath doctor and Magic's root cause analysis helped me understand why. My doctor diagnosed me with extreme adrenal fatigue. Her exact words were, I don't want to say you have the worst case of adrenal fatigue I've ever seen, Katie, but it's bad. We both commented that we would have hated to see what it looked like before any of my healing had begun. The way my adrenals function right now is vastly lower than they should be during the day. But then when my cortisol levels should be going down to aid in sleep, they are actually going up. Hence the sleep issues. Honestly, it was such a relief to hear that there is a physical cause because holy cow, I have been really focusing on sleep hygiene this year. So needless to say, I am following the protocol to help resolve the adrenal fatigue. The bulk of the adrenal fatigue is from the trauma that was running in my body and is still healing today. Remember, I had the trauma running for 40 years and I have been healing it for four. I can't expect to undo 40 years of ignoring in four and neither can you. I'm going to need a little bit more time. If you've had something sitting in your body for that long, you're going to need a little bit more time. And in the interest of full transparency, my former recreational drug use, especially the cocaine, certainly added to this situation. And it's really important to me that I own as much of the story as I can. And my former addictions added to the time I need to heal. I'm not beating myself up about it anymore. I did, trust me. I kicked myself in the ass many times, but at this point I've forgiven myself. And now this is me simply acknowledging that I have played a main role in how all of this has played out and in everything I've experienced. There is also a chance I may have ADHD and I've been diagnosed with it, but I'm not sure about that. I'm starting to see that a diagnosis is just a label and I can choose to do what I do with it. In fact, I've rejected other diagnoses. I've been diagnosed with fibromyalgia three times. I don't have fibromyalgia. So I may decide that about ADHD too. It's up to me and it's up to you what you do with any labels. And plus the symptoms of ADHD and healing PTSD are really similar. At this point in my life, I've been labeled a lot by my health and I'm kind of over it. 
And then not to mention, just to make this a little bit more complex, ADHD can also be a symptom of PTSD. So I haven't yet sorted through where I am on all that. But regardless of where it lands, I know I'm going to turn it into something that works for me because that's just what I do. Magic had the other pieces to the puzzle for me. She was able to see that I have an active infection that pops up when I feel it's like it. My immune system is a bit stuck and it's pretty much doing whatever the hell it wants. That's why I went so long without being sick. Oh, thank you, immune system. And it's also why I got sick twice in the last few months. <sighs> no, thank you, immune system. Plus, I have some mold and some other issues still lingering in my body. These are all directly correlated to that trauma again. So I'll be working with magic over the next few months, following her protocols to get rid of the mold and up my level of health even more. While I can't diagnose you, if you find yourself randomly crying for no reason as you drive down the road or as you just sit and relax, mold may be the culprit for you too. I had really been wondering what the hell that was all about. You should have seen me as I recovered from COVID. Holy emotional release, Batman. I was bawling as I watched Dr. Jeff Rocky Mountain Vet one day. Bawling. Not just having empathy for the animals. It was a flat out sob fest with everything that was kicked up in my body that day. In hindsight, it's pretty funny, but at the time, that was a rough day and I was pretty emotionally drained by the end of it. But learning that I have more work to do to heal myself and more work than I thought I had really surprised me. In large part, this is due to my mindset. My body feels so good these days and my mental state is close to an all-time high, if not at its all-time high that I was really shocked that there was still this much available for me to heal. It also makes me really excited because I already feel so good. I can't wait to see what's going to happen next. I've done so much cognitive movement and I have put a lot of focus on gratitude, on being positive and really owning my own power and my health. And that is the biggest reason I am so functional today. My mindset. According to my doctor, my energy levels should be so low that I would want to be in bed all the time, but that's not the case at all. I drag in the morning, but it doesn't last long. And even if energy isn't consistent, I have enough to run full weeks with a lot of progress in my life. Sure, I may face plan into my couch at some point in the weekend or sometimes later in the week, if I'm being honest, but I still get a lot done. And I am now really excited to see how much more I'm going to be able to do when my energy levels increase. I'm also working with my Cognoball around my potential ADHD and discovering how I really feel about it and how I'm going to use it as a superpower if I do choose that that's part of me. And I'm going to keep you posted, of course, just like I always do. Do you want to continue the conversation outside of this podcast? Then I invite you to join the Pain Changer community on Facebook. Inside the Pain Changer, you get exclusive offers only available to the community and first access to new offers that Katie releases. It's also your opportunity to give Katie input both for future podcast episode topics, as well as to help Katie build out the programs and classes that you want to take and more. If you want to be a part of the Pain Changer community, then I invite you to go to katierigley.com forward slash podcast. That's K-A-T-I-E. W-R-I-G-L-E-Y dot com forward slash podcast. 
and click join the party. So that's where I am now. And I've also been chatting with Coral Simpson, Leanne Stickle, Steve Barton, Lynn Bowman, Kathy White, and Annie Miller about their various areas of expertise so I could explore more within those worlds too. Please know I hold each guest in equally high regard. They wouldn't be on my show if I didn't respect their work. Just in case you're curious why I'm not mentioning every guest, it's only due to me being in a place where I may not need their services, or it's a service they can only offer me if I live in another state due to various state and federal regulations in the United States. I haven't yet started Kathy's Joint Renewal Program, but I am totally jumping into that next week when my schedule is going to allow for that again. Lynn's cookbook, Brownies for Breakfast, has quickly become my favorite. And if you haven't yet tried a healthy donut, I encourage you to give them a shot. They are a whole new level of delicious. Mm. Coral and Leanne were also both special guests for my Become Unstoppable program, which is wrapping up this week, sharing their gems of wisdom with my students. Steve and I are going to collaborate together, his game of 10 with my Cogno movement. And in all of these conversations, I am so excited to see where any of this may go and how many people we're all going to be able to help as a result of these collaborations we're building. Now for your action items, my dear listener. I would like you to consider the four areas of impact as we go over these. These four areas are the core methodology, also called the pain changer, that I use along with Cogna Movement to help my clients shift their experience with chronic issues. And the areas are mental, verbal, physical, and emotional. Just to give you a recap on those. None of those areas are in silos. They all overlap, just like the various systems in your body overlap. But when you get these areas working together for you and you build your awareness and it becomes really fluid, that's when you are unstoppable, my friend. These areas are where I found it the easiest to start to raise awareness. You can empower yourself to make decisions that will serve you as you heal. Please choose just one of these to begin with, both to avoid overwhelm as well as to be able to determine how any changes you are making are impacting your experience with pain. If you try five new things at once and you feel better, how do you know which helped you the most or to what degree they helped? So step in more slowly and measure your progress. And then much like Dr. Morrill said, experiment. If a couple of them seem to work, do you get any more relief if you use two of them together? Give it a shot, but do it slowly and note where you are. Journal about where you are now, today, before you embark further on this journey. This is the easiest way to measure your progress and it's really gratifying to look back later and see how far you've come. Both Lynn Bowman and Coral Simpson gave you the same suggestion. Let go of sugar. Cut it out of your diet completely. Sugar and other chemicals make things craveable, meaning they wreak havoc on your system and create false hunger. Diet is a huge part of the physical area of impact. If you're putting inflammatory foods into your body and expecting relief, you are going to be disappointed. Treat food as it is. It is fuel for your body. Eat real food, fruits, vegetables, whole grains, leafy greens. Your action item, if diet is where you want to begin, either buy Lynn's cookbook or reach out to Coral Simpson directly to chat with her about diet and wellness.
Annie Miller and Rebecca Morrill both gave you great tips around sleep hygiene. Sleep is going to be part of all four areas of impact, actually. Proper sleep helps your body rest and restore and gives you vital energy for the next day, both aiding in the mental and physical areas. Maintaining adequate sleep will also help you learn how to control your emotions and allow you the ability to feel those demanding to be felt with a lot less resistance. I speak about that one directly as my own experience too. Starting to wind down one to two hours before you want to go to sleep is really key to starting to tell your brain it's time to unplug for the day. Minimize social media activity or other stimulating activities. The only one I give a caveat on is sex. More than that in a minute. Use the bed just for sleep and sex. This one I'm still working on myself. Not the sex part. Get your head out of the gutter. But sitting or laying on something other than my bed as I wind down, that I'm actively shifting as I write this. Your action item, if sleep is where you want to begin, listen to episode 22 again, where Annie's giving awesome tips for sleep hygiene or reach out to Dr. Morrill to schedule a session with her if you live in Maine. She's really amazing. Both Steve Barton and Leanne Stickle talked about mindset and the power of positivity. Josie Warren talked to you about the importance of normalizing your experience and your stress. Steve gave you a mantra from his game of 10, which is meant to immediately calm your racing mind and help you see what is right in the world right now. I love that mantra too. Leanne took her diagnosis of aggressive multiple sclerosis and decided to become a triathlete, something that wouldn't be possible if she had chosen to stay stuck feeling sorry for herself. Josie was able to heal from eight different autoimmune diseases, eight plus addiction and an eating disorder, simply by focusing on building her resilience. A positive mindset will help you in both the mental and emotional areas of impact, as well as verbal with the words you choose to talk to yourself. Mindset's huge. And overall, this is probably the biggest factor in your outcome. What you choose to do with what you've been given is going to be huge for you. You can absolutely stay stuck if that's what you want. But my hope is you choose a different option. Your action item, if mindset is where you want to start, And here I'm going to give you three options. Either go to thegameof10.com and download Steve's book. Reach out to Josie at thehashimotosfix.com to work with her and get information on her program. Or send Leanne an email and let her know that you want to improve your level of positivity. Kathy White shared some detail about how she used yoga to help her heal deep grief over losing her first son and developed her own joint renewal program from a new style of yoga that she had learned called Kayut Yoga. Kathy is a great example of shifting her experience and using movement as a way to help her heal. When yoga wasn't touching her joint pain as she got older, she found a way to modify it so that it did help her experience relief. As a result of her perseverance, there is now a program to help you with crunchy joints. Yoga is going to aid in the physical, mental, and emotional areas of impact and verbal to a degree too. Yoga will help release stuck energy and emotions. It also helps you grow in, go inward, which allows your parasympathetic nervous system to kick in and will help soften your words too. The muscles that it helps strengthen are going to help hold your skeleton in place. And on this one, your action item, if you want to move more, is to go to kathywhiteyoga.com 
and sign up for her free joint renewal system. Like I said, I'm going to be doing it next week myself. Actually, by the time this episode airs, I'll be on day two. Dr. Stedman and Magic Barclay both talked about the importance of including the nervous system into your healing. A lot of the pain reprocessing that Annie Miller spoke about is focusing on neurology too. All three practitioners offer assistance virtually, although Dr. Stedman can also offer more if you live in or can visit the state of Colorado. And Annie Miller is in a similar position too with DC, Virginia, and Maryland. Dr. Stedman mentioned receiving feedback from a remote patient that someone's neck pain had resolved and he hadn't even touched the patient. He had helped him alter diet and poof, the pain was gone. You never know what key is going to unlock the bulkier pain and it will be different for each of you. My biggest key was cognitive movement. Dr. Stedman's client's key was his diet. All of these practitioners help in the mental, physical, and emotional areas of impact. I say this to encourage you to reach out to them and see if they are a fit for you and not decide that they don't offer what you need if you are too far away to work with one of them in person. Contact info is in the show notes with each guest. Your action item if you want to focus on your neurology is to email Dr. Stedman, sign up for Annie's virtual program on her website, or schedule your complimentary root analysis with Magic Barclay. Regardless of where you chose to start, Stick to it for at least three to four weeks. Make it a habit before you add to it or change what you are doing. I wish you the best of luck and all the healing in the world as you embark on this phase of your healing journey. If you would like to chat with me and see if we are a fix, I am currently accepting new clients and I invite you to go to my website and book a complimentary virtual chat. It would be my pleasure to get to meet you and talk to you more directly to see if I can help or refer you to someone else if we aren't a good fit. As always, I appreciate your time today. Thank you for joining me. Next week, I'm coming back with another amazing guest. Lauren Fonville, an EFT practitioner, is going to be joining me to talk about EFT and what it's done for her personally as well as for her clients. It was a really fun episode to record, and I hope you'll join me again next week to hear from Lauren. Until then, never forget that you can accept the diagnosis without accepting the prognosis. We are a brand new podcast. We appreciate every review we get, especially the five stars. Please help us share this podcast and spread the word that you can accept the diagnosis without accepting the prognosis. You can do this by subscribing and leaving your own five-star review to let us know what you like and what you want to hear more of. Thank you so much for listening today. And as always, remember that chronic doesn't have to mean permanent.